Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Danny J. Quick and Morgan Iverson back with another episode of the Super Shorts podcast where we tell superhero short stories. We the best. We the best. I was getting ready to hard fan when you got ready to say Super Shorts podcast, like really cheesy, but like the Super Shorts podcast at the same time. <laughs> Hey, we're going to get that. We're going to get there eventually. We're going to have like a, a whole announcer dude and, and all of that stuff. But for now, it's me and Morgan. We here. And um, this is episode six, yep. right? Episode six. Episode six. So uh, last episode, I think that, I think the last episode was my favorite to write because of the, the tension between uh, Lumberjacks and Aceblade. And um, I enjoy stuff like that. I know, you know, some of my favorite parts of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe is seeing the heroes kind of go back and forth. Um, so I think it's cool to write that kind of stuff into our characters. Even though they're good guys, they don't always um, get along, I guess you would say. They just go about things differently. Uh, and, you know, personalities. People who have different personalities are going to do that, especially if, if y'all both had the same heart, but your personalities are different in the way that you want to approach the same problem. Mm-hmm. And that's you know that's that's honestly the motivation for Lumberjacks number one when I did it. Yeah. I wanted to be able to show everybody wants justice by any means, but what does it mean to you? Right. So you know that's where the conflict is. So um, absolutely. Um, I think it's fun to 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 do stuff like this because the podcast gives us the ability to tell stories you know a little quicker, stuff that might be on our mind at the moment um, that we can't you know wait six months to make a comic about so we can just go ahead and throw it together and um the next season that we uh <laughs> that we're that we're already writing is um is absolutely one of those things that that's close to our hearts and that um you know there's a lot there's a lot like we literally started writing season four before we started writing this season yeah and um it's, it's gonna be good it's gonna be good but um we gotta finish up this season we got a couple more episodes to go um, in this storyline, in the last episode, um, Ace Blade and Lumberjacks just about went at it about over Harlem blowing up the whole school, and um, and now we get to see uh, Jax's response. So this episode is called what? What's this chapter? This was Jackson's heart. You know, it's a shout out to my boy Cole, Cole World, J Cole uh, in the for, uh, the song off of uh, KOD album, Kevin's Heart. Um, you know, with Kevin. Uh, J. Cole's kind of, he, he wrote it from the perspective of Kevin in the situation that he was going through at the time, and this is a similar type feel, you know what I'm saying, Jackson kind of letting us inside his head on, um, Jackson out here cheating? <laughs> Stacy, <laughs> he out here, straight up, he out here smashing that, off, man. Stacey, he out here smashing off, Stacy will destroy <laughs> that man, do you hear me? Uh, nah, for anybody that's read the novel, you know that ain't about to happen, <laughs> Stacy don't play that crap. Terrible, uh, terrible. But yeah, so this, this episode is called Jackson's Heart, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. Did the kids make it out? I heard about the explosion. Is Harlem all right? DL said in his normally stoic tone into my calm. The gym got blown up in some of the parts of the school, but I already told Rupert I would rebuild it. There's more going on here, though. Trespass says somebody sent a, that group to kill us. We need to figure out who. This isn't the end. I told Dio, looking back at Harlem as I walked close behind her. I've never seen or felt any type of power like that. I know what I felt within me before, especially once I get mad and I don't know what she's coping with carrying that atom bomb inside of her. Baby girl could set the world on fire, literally. Ace Blade better not come out of his mouth to me like that again unless he wants the next time to be his last. 
but he's got a point. Though I didn't know she was coming, I've got to talk to her. I've been through those bouts of anger before that spur on incredible power and violence. It's awesome to get you out of a jam, but it can lead you directly into one too. And that's the problem. I can't let baby girl have the world burning at her feet because she can't control her anger. She can't repeat my mistakes. The revenge feels amazing, but the lives you destroy live with you forever. Hey baby girl, slow down. I gotta holler at you real quick. I said to her lovingly, She'd always been like a daughter in my eyes. Not having my daughter Amber for the years I was missing and some of my nonsense left a gap there for affection. Stacy's love and affection for Harlem was another avenue of how much I knew that she was the love of my life. I knew she would be an amazing mother based on how she loved and protected Harlem and she was her aunt, not a mother. So when we had the seven years of agony when I couldn't find her and Derek, I trusted my queen would find a way out and she did. I adored her before and thought she was a goddess, but her protecting our son through the hell and all that they had to endure solidified her as forever in my eyes. Yeah, what's good, Uncle Jay? I'm okay, I swear, she said walking over to me. After seeing her majesty and literal fire in her eyes so many times, seeing her naturally chestnut brown eyes was refreshing. I know you good, Sojo. I saw you, I just need to come, I just need you to come here and talk to me for a second. I said smiling and hugging her as she came over and held her arms out. I called her Sojo short for Sojourner Truth, one of her idols. She laid into me, allowing herself to feel vulnerable in my arms after she'd just borne the brunt of us all. Listen, you saved us back there. I'm proud of you for it. But baby girl, you gotta communicate. You can't just pop up on us like that and not tell me where anything about where you're going. I know you're pissed about Terrence. Listen, I hate trespass too. You know I hate You know the smoke between me and that dumpster fire, but baby girl, we a team. You know how much I love you. I know you can defend yourself, baby girl. I took you to capoeira classes, and now, who the hell knows what's going on with you and these abilities? Yours seems to be triggered by your anger. You know what I went through. The people I ended up hurting when I went ham. The price I've literally had to pay. But you may not know the weight that I carry emotionally. I told her as I pulled back from her to look her in the eyes. The people I ended up killing, when I was determined to kill that, to kill Princeton, I still see the photos in my head. I still send the family's money to this day and it's nowhere near enough. You can't replace a loved one, baby. I don't want you to carry that weight with you. I know how fierce your want for justice and equality are, baby girl. It burns you like it does in me, and sometimes folks are going to try you and give you no choice. I just want you to be careful. And you trust me, don't you? I said to her, looking her in the eyes, You know I trust you, Uncle Jay. She said, looking away from me for a few seconds before looking back at me. Then I need you to trust me enough to tell me what's going on and what you're doing. We're stronger together than we are apart. We're a family. You know I'm learning my powers in a little journey I've got going on with me, too. We can figure it out together, baby girl, okay? We good? I asked elevenly. Yeah, I got you, Unc, I promise. I just didn't know what else to do. He was crushing me. She said, looking ashamed and getting ready to look down at the ground. No, 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 baby girl, chin up. Listen, we made it out of here today because of you. You helped save those kids today. They're out and safe. We're gonna get trespassed for what he did to Terrence. I promise you that. And we're gonna find out who killed your family and we're gonna prove it beyond any doubt. 
and we're gonna handle it once we do if you know what I mean just going forward work with me baby safety in numbers and training I say holding her head up and kissing her forehead I love you I love you too huh she got ready to finish and then seemed as though something caught her attention she looked around her as if someone was saying her name and she was looking for the source what's up what's the matter I asked as she glared around her looking through and around people coming to get their children and first responders. That voice. I heard that voice again. She said still looking around trying to figure out where it came from. What voice? What you mean? I asked looking with her now. It's a woman's voice in my head. She was the one that told me to let go earlier. That you all would be okay. Harlem said back now starting to walk up ahead of me a little ways looking. You heard somebody tell you let go? I asked confused. DL, you hearing this? I said over the con. Somebody knew why we were really here. The question is, was it a trap? I haven't been able to figure that out yet. DL responded as I walked behind Harlem to get closer. We'd come because we followed a trail of info that told us DeMaurier had a trial drug that turned the church members in New Orleans into worst version of zombies I'd ever watched in anything real. Vegas never dealt with it like we had. We heard it was a science teacher at the high school selling to the children under the table because of the feeling that it gives you when you take it. Not to mention this teacher, according to DL, was taking it himself and it made him allegedly superhuman in ways that had led to some of the recent deaths in Vegas. We didn't tell Ace Blade because, I mean, I won't lie, I still don't fully trust him. We just run in two different circles and his way of doing things gets on my nerves and likewise mine his. He's not a bad guy, man, I mean, he just acts like he announces himself when he comes to New Orleans. Who is this nigga, Batman? Suddenly screams from the crowd and a troop of kids were storming in our direction in terror. She's eating him! One of the kids screamed running by me in the crew in horror. I looked over at Shrapnel. Guess we didn't miss the party after all.